Turn quick stops for this and that into quick stops for cash back. With new Chase Freedom Flex, you'll earn 3% cash back at drugstores. Learn more at chasefreedom.com. Restrictions and limitations apply. Offer subject to change. Cars are issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank N.A. Member FDIC. Hey, everyone. Welcome to a special edition of the Retro Gamers Podcast. A little uh, different uh, scenery for me, Larry here. And Anthony here. What's going on, Ant? Well, there's a little different scenery over here, too. As you can see, I've got the sun in the background right here. <laughs> yeah, I see that. You're, you're the celestial... Uh entities that you're now having in your apartment is very yes very good. well no i have personally transcended <laughs> good congratulations thank you thank you it was, it was an arduous process but i made it <laughs> and uh i'm actually here um at my parents uh this being father's day so uh all you pops out there happy father's day yes and a happy father's day to butch ah, thank you very much and um you know happy father's day to your pop and, and everyone's pop out there so <laughs> Um, all right, so this is our special edition episode. Um, we like doing this every year because it's it. I mean, even though we've been talking more about new stuff, like when we get to E three, it's like Christmas. Yeah, it is. I mean, we we have. I think it would be a, a disservice to us, to listeners, and everybody if we don't talk about what is new and upcoming because. I think it would be a shame to uh, deprive people of that information. And, you know, gamers are gamers. It's not, you know, if you're a retro gamer, that's great. But you always, you know, you still kind of want to know what's what's on the horizon. And that's what we've been talking about and, and talking more about lately. Uh, so this episode is going to be chock full of new stuff. I know a lot of stuff you've already heard by now. But, um, you know, to get our reactions, to hear some stuff. And sometimes some new news kind of trickles out a little bit, um, even after E3 ends. So we're going to kind of get right into it uh, at this point. Mm -hmm. So let's start off with Nintendo, um, who I think of this E3, I think uh, Nintendo had the best presentation uh, as far as like their lineup, their news, in all honesty. Um, I just think overall, if you're going to have a winner, I know I'm jumping ahead already, but I think Nintendo, in my opinion, may have won E3. Okay. Um, well, let's get let's go through it all, and then when let's decide at the end who the winner is. I think fair uh, enough. I think I think it's I think it's unfair to say that right off the bat when we haven't even talked about anything. <laughs> well, the first thing I want to mention is that um, really very little news for the 3DS coming mm -hmm. out of uh, Nintendo from E3. So I don't know if that means they're starting to phase out the 3DS in the fact that the Switch is basically you know your handheld and your home console at the same time. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't shock me if they did. Um, even though the 3DS is awesome. I think yeah. it's got great games on it, I've mentioned before. But, um, yeah, really uh, nothing. As far as I remember, nothing uh, on the 3DS. Well, I wonder if, um, I wonder if that's because, you know how they, they're coming out with that more simplified Switch? Um, yeah, the rumors. Nothing official. Well, there are rumors um, that they're the coming rumors, out yeah. with, like, yeah, like a more simplified well, version of the Switch. And I wonder if I wonder if they're looking at that as like, you know, once we have that, the 3DS isn't absolutely necessary. I agree. I, I think the Switch's overall is going to become, it's the hybrid. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. the hybrid. I <laughs> um, came out of nowhere. He just jumped up in my lap. I can't do anything about it. You may see a little white fur ball over here. That would yeah. be Samson if he jumps in the window. Um, hello. Oh, there he is. There he is. Cranky as ever. Yep. <laughs> So, yeah, 
I mean, not only is the simplified 3D uh, Switch rumored, the, the high-powered Switch is rumored, So, mm-hmm. but nothing official from Nintendo. Uh, it's been software, and boy, did they announce a lot of stuff. Um, also, keep in mind, as we go through this, when we hit the systems, a lot of this is going to be multi-platform, so like when we get to the last system, it may sound a little like uh, light in the video game mm-hmm. realm, but because we've mentioned the games already. Um, A lot of multi-platform stuff. But let's talk about first um, the news as far as, because we mentioned it last week, uh, the new DLC character for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, um, which I wasn't expecting, but I like this, Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, I thought that was a a cool little surprise because um, Banjo-Kazooie, for all intents and purposes, has been rather quiet uh, in terms of a franchise. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have been wondering when they were going to really make an impact on next-gen. And uh, this is a this is an interesting little maybe tease for a future game. Who knows? Like possible, why, possible. why they would pull the characters out of you know out of the ether. <laughs> so. And I like, but I also like the tease like that they did on the Nintendo Direct because they had the silhouette, but then it was the uh, the dog and the duck from Duck Hunt, which is mm. pretty funny. And then Banjo Kazooie jumped in and, and beat him up. So uh, but that's your ultimate fight right there: the dog and the duck from Duck Hunt versus Banjo Kazooie. Oh, that would be awesome. They should put the dog and the duck in just out of you know, just because they did that. Well, no, they're in they're in Super Smash Brothers. Oh, see, that's how that's how behind I am in Super Smash <laughs> Brothers. Because to be honest with you, I'm not really, um, I'm, it's not my favorite game. It's just not. Which it's is like, weird because you loved the first one. I loved the first one, and then after that, it just became kind of like I don't know if it's just too chaotic or I'm just not. <laughs> I just don't have the hang of it anymore. But like, I played it for a little while, and I'm like, okay, I think I'm done. Fair enough. Well, if you want to catch up, Ultimate, again, has all the characters from yes. every past iteration. Um, so that was cool. So now let's get into uh, some stuff here. Um, one of the big games that they really showed, and which I also just bought the original game for because it's on sale. At, I don't. By the time this drops, I don't think it's going to be on sale anymore. But check, because um, I picked up the original game for 3 bucks. Cadence of Hyrule, which is... A game called Crypt of the Necrodancer, mm-hmm. which is this kind of this rhythm-based tactics game. Uh, like I want to say a dungeon crawler, but it's a rhythm-based game. Um, but now with this new version, it's the Legend of Zelda uh, yeah. in it. And like you, you move and you fight in rhythm with the music, uh, which is a pretty cool idea. It's very difficult. Um, mm-hmm. Now, Cadence of Hyrule is full price. But Crypt of the Necro Dancer, the original game it's based on, like I said, is on sale at like 80% off. Oh, nice. Speed. So, yeah, so three bucks, picked it up. I started playing it. It's fun. It's hard, but it's definitely fun. But it's cool to see Zelda. Like, Nintendo's starting to do this a lot where now they're branching out. They're keeping control of it because we saw what happened mm-hmm. with the CDI. But they're really branching out their characters to different games. Yeah, and I think um, I think that's a perfect example of like taking a taking a risk, but a very calculated one um, mm-hmm. with a with a third party title. So I think, um, and you know, those rhythm based games they've been around for a while. You know, if you go back to, um, I think the first one that pops in my head is Per Rapper the Rapper. Yes. So yeah, w- which basically is kind <laughs> of the same. Game. Oh my god, I love that game. That game was I awesome. I know you do. <laughs> um, and then um, on Sega Dreamcast, you had a uh, Space Channel Five. Remember yes. that one? That was a fun one. Yeah, that was a fun one. Uh, in fact, there's a new one coming. There's a new Space Channel Five coming. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I, I heard. That. I heard. I heard an announcement about that one. Yeah, but um, news all over the place. Yeah, there's right. there's news everywhere. 
Um, but yeah, so so taking taking um, taking Link and Zelda and all our favorites from the from that franchise and adding them to a rhythm rhythm based tactics game, it's kind of fun. It's different, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it's a cool little experience. So I'm actually looking forward to playing that. And I didn't realize Crypt of the Necro uh, uh, yeah Crypt of the, the Necromancer Necro was Necro Dancer. Sorry, Necro Dancer is on sale. So I got to go pick that up. Yeah, yeah, I think the sale was till the 17th, which actually when this drops, so it may still be on sale. Uh, check it out. Yeah. Um, all right, also, uh, they you know talked about some more with Super Mario Maker 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, it's going to be two-player co-op online, I believe, is what I heard. Ooh. Um, but they did, a, I mean, that they've already talked about a lot of Super Mario Maker 2, so it wasn't a lot of news on that one. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, but definitely cool that the two-player co-op, and I like... The two player, like two players at the same time, can create a level. So you and a friend can, you know, create a level at the exact same time. I guess double the speed or double the work. Oh, nice. And then what do you challenge each other with that level? I guess you could, or just do all the downloads. You know, I, the Super Mario Maker I have on Wii U, I don't think I created a single level, but I just constantly played all the levels everyone else makes. Mm -hmm. So that's what's fun about it. Uh, All right. Some of the big news first party Nintendo was Luigi's Mansion 3. Yes. This is where we got the first look of Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, you, play, you had the first Luigi's Mansion, right? You I actually one? did not. I really? Missed, it was I, a no, launch I'm, title. <laughs> it was a launch title, but I completely missed it. I don't, you know, I don't remember if I got GameCube exactly at launch. I may have gotten it a oh, little okay. later. Um, right. But the first, ga- the first game I remember playing on GameCube was... Um, Wind Waker, but that oh, okay. oh, wow. uh, but that didn't come out at launch, so that's wow. why I'm thinking I may have waited a little bit. All right, um, definitely a fun game. Uh, you can get the well, not you personally, but people can get the 3DS version. They remade the first one. Mm-hmm. The sequel is on 3DS, Dark Moon. Uh, it's just a fun game. You know, Luigi finally getting his uh, shot at uh, starring in a game that's not involved Mario. Miss well, Mario is missing. But it's not called Mario was missing. Um, the gameplay, especially for the GameCube, when when Luigi's Mansion came out, really showed off the power of the GameCube and what mm-hmm. we were going to expect from that very underrated system, in my opinion. Um, but uh, and then Dark Moon kind of doubled up on that. Luigi's Mansion Three looks really fun because obviously it's just a sequel. It's on a it's on the Switch, so it's going to be you know the graphics are, are going to be better. But some of the game mechanics in it um, are pretty cool. Like if you're used to Luigi's Mansion, now there's a like a slam mode. There's a, you can scare the ghosts a little bit, kind of throw them off. Mm. But then they have this thing. So you have Luigi, and then they have Gooigi. Gooigi. G o o i g i. Yes. So if you play with a second player, Gooigi is just what he sounds like. He's just goo, a shape like Luigi. But like he can walk through spikes. He can go through. You know, like, um, you know, like fences and stuff like that. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, so it really looks like it adds gameplay for the two-player. But don't get him in water, because if he goes in water, kind of like, almost like a gummy bear. Just he disappears. He disappears. Yeah, pretty much. Well, uh, and according to, uh, I think it was according to Nintendo, but um, they're saying that this is like one of the funniest games they've ever created. Oh, okay. I can yeah, so, uh, so we should be expecting a lot of humor in that. Yeah, they do have fun with it. Luigi's Mansion can have some fun with it, so. Okay. And they usually poke poke fun at themselves in the in the first party Nintendo games. Um, Pokemon Sword and Shield, really nothing new out of that one. Uh, just mention it again. Um, and as far as 
Oh, and the other big first-party game that they showed, really not much news, but they showed uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yes, which unfortunately is delayed. They that's also the, the delay, yeah. And that's what's good about Nintendo. When there's a game that's going to be delayed, they're upfront about it. Like, look, we yeah. need more time on this, so bear with us. You know, not like another game we're going to mention a little later that kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed. So, hey, you know what? <laughs> it's coming out. It, that is true. And that's like the only good news on that system that we're going to talk about. Um, oh, and then a little more mechanics about The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Yes. So apparently, and I'm still, I don't know, I'm just still getting used to the look of Link's Awakening. I don't know, it's still kind of throwing me off a little bit. Um, I can't imagine the gameplay is going to be any different than the Game Boy version, which is still Mm -hmm. one of the best versions of the game. Uh, They did announce that the Color Dungeon will be in this version of Link's Awakening. If, for those of you who remember... You know, Link's Awakening came out on the original Game Boy, and then they re-released it on the Game Boy Color. And when you played it on the Game Boy Color, Link's Awakening DX, you unlocked a special um, color dungeon, which I remember mm-hmm. you played um, yes. in your copy. That's only, again, only available on the Game Boy Color. So that's pretty cool. But, and it's funny they did this, because we kind of talked about this a few episodes ago, where and you mentioned they should make like a Zelda maker, like Super Mario Maker, but make like yes. a Zelda maker. And I know, like a little bit of a way, they kind of have that, or they will have that in Link's Awakening, which is great because um, I think Zelda is a perfect game where you can create your own. You know, imagine you know, like creating your own dungeons with the, and you know, and you can have like um, bosses that you can cherry pick and put them in there and everything like mm-hmm. that, so you don't got to build them. But um, just a whole idea of like designing your own layout for a Zelda world would be kind of fun. Yes. So, and they're doing that like you can create your own dungeon and then you can play in that dungeon. I guess you collect. Like, you collect dungeon screens, mm-hmm. and then when you get to that part, then you can kind of piece them all together if you want. It looked really cool. If you watch Nintendo Treehouses, I mean, they're like six hours long, but you can skip through them. Um, you'll see some gameplay and some usage of that uh, dungeon creator mode, which is pretty cool. Mm. Um, all right, so that's really a lot on that part. Um, some of the other games they mentioned, uh, we got a lot of the Resident Evil remakes. Resident Evil 5 and 6 is going to be coming yep. to the Switch. Um, what else we got? Dead by Daylight. That's gonna be kind of. So I guess that'll be your third system. You're gonna have that game on. No, no <laughs> more. No more. Just, but just, can, just, just one. But now you can play it on the road. Ugh. <laughs> Great. And I have travel. Com- I have travel coming up too. So. <laughs> um. F- all right. So, and I think this is gonna be multi-platform. Final Fantasy VIII remastered. Yes, that's and, pretty uh, cool. Yeah, and what's interesting about that is that everybody has been clamoring for Final Fantasy VIII. They've been wondering when they were going to, um, when they were when they were going to re-release it. Because if you ever notice, whenever they re-release Final Fantasy games, they always skip over eight. And apparently, the issue was that the mechanics there was something about the the, the mechanics in the game that made it difficult to transfer it or remaster it for a system. I can't imagine what that is specifically. I honestly don't. I don't know if it was like the um, the magic system in there or if yeah. it was hard game system, whatever it was. But um, there was some type of issue with it. But they finally decided to go back and make a proper remaster version of it. So now we've had now now once that's complete, I think we've had a a re release of I think every single Final Fantasy game in the catalog. I think so. Basically, yeah. now this one isn't as daunting as the other game 
that got a remake. This is just a remastered edition. So correct, but, it's still it's still going to look like the original. Yeah, but I mean, you know, cleaned up a little more and probably yes. a little bit faster and stuff like that. Which I didn't realize the Final Fantasy uh, Seven remastered, like the one that came out on the Switch, mm-hmm. it has like a like a speed mode. Like you can play it like three times faster than the normal version, which I kind of like because sometimes I find Final Fantasy goes a little slow. Well, and Final Fantasy VII, for as look, one of my favorite, if not my favorite yep. RPG of all time. I mean, it it took a good sixty to seventy hours to get through. Oh boy! Um, speaking of Final Fantasy, I didn't realize this was part of the series, uh, the Mana series. So what happens is they are remastering or remaking, I guess at this point. You know, this is going to be the new terms. I think remaster versus remake. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're remaking Trials of Mana. Oh. The third game in the series. Yeah, this is going to be multi-platform. Um, but I discovered it when they were talking about it on the Switch. So Trials of Mana, it's a sequel, or the third, of um, Secret of Mana, which is actually on the Super Nintendo Mini. Correct. Great, great role-playing game. Um, you mean the SNES Classic? Yes, the Super Nintendo. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> don't make me throw my phone into the water. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm recording video. That would be awesome. Yeah, you'll just see it flip. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Trials of Mana getting this big remake uh, on all the systems, which is really cool. But here's the really neat thing, and it's available right now. You can buy the collection of Mana, which is the original three games. Um, I didn't realize this was the first in the series, but on Game Boy, it's Final Fantasy Adventure. Mm. Which is funny that, that I actually own. Like, I bought it years ago. I'm like, oh, I'll try this. Um, so I actually have that. Over in Japan, it'll be called Mystic Quest. Um, I think that came out on Super Nintendo as well. Final that Fantasy did. Mystic Quest. Yeah. Yes, it did. And then Secret of Man is the sequel, and then Trials of Manor is the third. And those are going to be the 16 bit versions. Very with, cool. With Final Fantasy Adventure, the Game Boy game. So now we have that. We have Operation C in the Contra collection. Yes. And we have the two Castlevania Game Boy games in the Castlevania collection. I'm really loving how they're re releasing Game Boy games. I know they're not purposely doing it, but it'd be really cool if they kept going in this direction. Because, again, there's a lot of games on Game Boy that people are going to miss out but, because mm-hmm. they may not think it's a good game. Right. And I think um, I think that, you know, the whole idea of, you know, being able to do digital downloads now, I mean, just just allows you to be ripe with like anything in your catalog can get released. So um, um, and Game Boy games, to your point, like for for and we've talked about this a million times, like for somebody like me who never played mm-hmm. handheld games because I could not handle the fact that the screen was so small, it would drive me crazy. Um, like being able to go back and play some of those games, especially some of the iconic ones, like what you're talking about, um, it's perfect. Um, and I think, uh, you know, and the switch is the perfect venue for them. Yes. I agree with you on that one. Um, so yeah, so the collection of mana, that's really cool. I get all those three games. Um, another game I want to mention real quick, not only is it based on a cool movie that's getting a pseudo sequel on Netflix, but they made this tactics version of the game, the dark crystal. Age yes. of Resistance Tactics. I know. I was very surprised when they announced that because, um, you know, Netflix, you know, Netflix announced, um, you know, that they're doing the prequel series, which I'm very mm-hmm. excited about. And uh, if you've never seen The Dark Crystal, uh, I highly recommend you go and check out the film. It's dated. It is I've dated. I've never seen The Dark Crystal. Okay, you have to see it. I although wonder, yeah. the minute you see it, you're going to be like, okay, what is this? But you also have to think <laughs> of when they filmed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dated film, but great fantasy film. And then obviously we're getting the series. And now a game, and I'm very excited about the concept of the game. 
Yeah, you know, tactics plays like Shining Force, plays like Final Fantasy Tactics. You mm-hmm. know, you, you move your character, they move there. It's almost like almost like a giant game, uh, game of chess. Um, Basically. But, ba- but based on the Dark Crystal, that's a cool uh, IP yeah. to use. And, you know, and that's not the only, that's not the only IP, um, that's not the only Netflix IP that's yes. getting a game on the Switch. I don't know if you have that on your list, but... Uh, Stranger Things 3. Yeah, we're getting Stranger Things 3, the game, to go along with the uh, new series. Or the new have season. All the stuff coming out based on the Stranger Things. They got the what new Coke is back. Yep. Um, McDonald's, I think, is not McDonald's. Burger King is doing like the upside down Whopper. Yes, I saw is, that. And and not only that, but like all the old '80s packaging and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably that non biodegradable stone of uh, styrofoam. That'd be awesome. Yes. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good time for the '80s right now. Yeah, it really is. Because uh, I'm dying for new Coke. Um, yeah, so Stranger Things, and that's a very 16-bit looking game. I never watched Stranger Things, but the game looks really cool. You really should. It's a great show. I've heard. Um, and a couple more here, and we'll move on from Nintendo. Um, so, actually, I was excited when I saw the announcement, and then I got kind of upset when I saw the gameplay. There's a new Contra game coming out, uh, a multi-platform, this one. Contra Rogue Corp. Which is, I'm assuming, based off of Hardcore, which is a Contra game from Genesis. Uh, so I'm like, sweet, a brand new Genesis. They announced it when the, excuse me, brand new uh, Contra. When they announced the Contra collection, I just dropped that day as well, which definitely pick it up. It is mm-hmm. amazing, the Contra collection. Um, but then I saw gameplay, and it's like almost like a hybrid side-scroller 3D type thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, I, I'll reserve judgment for actual gameplay, but it's not the Contra I was hoping for, but hopefully it'll be the Contra that I want. Yeah, and I heard, and there was a lot of um, there was a lot of skepticism to it when they when they released all the information and they said it was going to be this kind of hybrid thing. Um, yeah, but again, weird. yeah, it's weird, but, but you know what? I mean, we've been proven wrong many, many times before. True. So, so true. to your point, I think true. reserving judgment is probably the best option right now until you actually get your hands on again <laughs> and you get to play as some sort of hybrid panda guy i don't know oh, okay i didn't i didn't realize that i'm all in <laughs> uh and then two more games finally first let's talk about this one a little bit i think you may have some uh likes to play this marvel ultimate alliance 3 got some more gameplay yep uh trailer of it and a season pass Yes, and uh, I am uh, extremely excited. I think this is the game that I'm looking forward to the most at the moment on the Switch. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, because uh, huge, you know, obviously I've been a huge Marvel fan since I was a kid. Um, the Black Order is basically the Infinity Gauntlet story um, in game mode. And the, yeah, like the like the comic book version, maybe not the movie version. Yeah, no, probably more the comic book version, and yeah. not even that. I mean, it, I think they're taking their liberties because you're going to see, uh, um, you may see a lot of characters in there that weren't even in the comic book store. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now forty to sixty percent off, and women's boots and shoes to finish the look fifty to sixty percent off, and upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart collection. Now sixty five percent off plus macy star rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards services and fees savings off sale and clearance prices exclusions apply 
This holiday season, it's all about the bedroom. And Casper's Black Friday sale has up to 30% off everything you need to make your bedroom your happy place. Only Casper mattresses are made with 86 supportive gel pods to align your spine and eliminate aches and pains. And Casper bed frames are made from the highest quality materials. Give the gift of a better bedroom. Save up to 30% during Casper's Black Friday sale on now at Casper.com. Terms and conditions apply. See Casper.com slash terms for more details. But still, um, just the whole idea of like, because, you know, the whole Infinity War story is hot right now in pop culture because of the last two Avengers movies, um, capitalizing on it with um, a story in a video game. Absolutely perfect. Great idea. I was actually surprised they never did a game based off the film because you know how the movies always seem to have a video game attached to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I guess the reason why they didn't do that is because... They were working on Ultimate Alliance 3 and another Marvel game we'll get to later. Yep, yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, between the announcements they made at E3, the trailer that dropped, I think, before E3, showing some of the X-Men that are going to be in it, and then a season pass, which, of course, is going to, un- I'm sure, going to unlock um, either more story, more characters, um, things like both. that. Yeah. Because you can buy the Game Pass now. In fact, I think it's going to have Fantastic Four eventually. Nice. More X Men, but it was like the X Men logo from like the cartoon, which I guess is based on the comic book. Yes. So I can't remember what the third one was though. There was a third one. Yeah. Uh, but then there'll be, like you said, other stories, more stories. Um, but yeah, it looks really fun. Yeah. Oh, and uh, before I forget, I know this isn't video game related, but since you brought up yeah. the X Men cartoon, there is a rumor going around online <laughs> that they may be bringing it back to Disney Plus. That'd be interesting. The original or new or like no, 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 no. They were talking about the original one, the one from the nineties. They were talking about actually not not just bringing it back, but making a new new episode. Okay, so yeah, all right, so both. Yeah. So (laughs) exactly, (laughs) I I would welcome that wholeheartedly. (laughs) Wasn't like who who's an original character in the cartoon that like they killed off episode one? Oh, morph. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and then he, and, but, but in typical X Men fashion, he came back. So <laughs> there you go. And then finally, um, very much a teaser. All they said was it was in development. And this is probably the first direct sequel to this game since the first sequel of the game. We will be getting a sequel to Breath of the Wild. Yes. And wow. What a, like, I'll be honest with you, surprised. Completely surprised. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, I, I never, Sur- never surprised a sequel. That, I was going to say, like, a du- surprised that it's a direct sequel? I mean, obviously not surprised that they're doing another Zelda. You knew that was no. going to happen eventually anyway. Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, you're always going to make another Zelda game, but the last time we've ever gotten a quote-unquote sequel to a Zelda game was um, was uh, Majora's Awakening. Mask. What? Well, okay. No, then there's more sequels than I thought. I was thinking Link's Awakening. Uh, not Link's Awakening. Adventures of Link. Adventures of Link. But- Which... Which kind of, sort of was, but I never really connected it that way. Um, yeah, and then now I think about it, the Zelda on 3DS, The Link Between Two Worlds, it's kind of a sequel to Zelda Link to the Past. All right, never mind on the sequel thing. But <laughs> Well, I feel, like, I feel like this is, like, what I mean is it's a sequel that is using the same exact world and game mechanics. Yes. So in other words, like, Ocarina of Time, like, Majora's Mask used the same world from Ocarina of Time. Now, Breath of the Wild 2 is using the same world from Breath of the Wild. When you had Zelda, the original Zelda, and then two Adventures of Link, it was a different game design. True. So, yeah. So that's why I'm like, okay. I was like, and of course, I had no idea that that was coming. So when they when the trailer dropped, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I've already put 100 <laughs> hours into the first one. 
Here we go again. Here we go. Exactly. It means I'm going to have to stop playing that game. Yes. All right. So that's basically it about from Nintendo. Um, again, there's going to be a lot of news we may not mention here. This is just some of the highlights, some of the stuff to mention. Um, but uh, we're going to continue on here. We're going to move on to some of the next. Uh, all right. Now I'm starting to get eaten alive here. Uh, <laughs> I am outside. But, uh, yeah, Nintendo, like I said, so far, strong showing for Nintendo. But uh, we will see what the other two main competitors have to offer. All right, next up on the block is our favorite green system. Kind of green. I guess the logo is green. Uh, Xbox. Yes, green is better than uh, red and red rings. So <laughs> this, is, this is very true. Um, before we get into Xbox, and Xbox had a lot of news coming out. This I want to mention first because Xbox is doing it. Stadia is doing it. Uh, Sony has been doing it. Well, Xbox has been doing it as well. The push to cloud play. Um, basically, you know, these Microsoft, Sony, Google, they're really pushing to the point where they're, they're looking to, for a subscription, you play your games based on the cloud. You don't have to download anything. You go, you jump right in when you're ready. Mm -hmm. Uh, just to mention real quick, you know, again, Stadia, Google Stadia, the whole thing's based on the cloud. Um, you have the Xbox game pass and you have PlayStation now, um, which even like for fun, just try the trials, you know, like a one week trial. Yeah. Um, I got to admit, you know, I tried the PlayStation one and I played some like heavy graphic games like Arkham. What was it? Arkham Knight, uh, Batman yeah. Arkham Knight. And again, I, you could download if you want, but I streamed it. It if wasn't anything different. It felt like it was downloaded. Uh, Great. When you download it, it's a little better graphics. But I, this is the push that everyone's heading towards. Yeah, and I think um, I think it's just one of those things where you don't have to worry about um, necessarily. They're trying to eliminate the whole idea of hardware mm -hmm. because if you can eliminate the whole idea of hardware, what happens then is we will just constantly have a cloud service, and then as a as they upgrade or update graphics and things like that you never have to worry about a hey here's a new system that we have to physically make it's just that oh look we've just updated the data um you know and now we can offer 4k gaming 8k gaming and however high we go you know very soon we're going to be walking through our games in our homes <laughs> which technically you already are um, uh, we're close to that yes <laughs> and, and not only that but there's no storage issues like running no. out of storage and stuff. So no, it's unlimited. Again, it's absolutely unlimited. I like it. It's and and when I when I tried the PlayStation Now, I really did like it because it opens up also with a subscription base. You don't have to worry about buying sixty dollars games all the time. They're right there. As long exactly. as you subscribed. So it's got its yep. pluses and its minuses. I get it. Yeah, you know, it, it it's kind of <laughs> eventually, but you know. So let's talk about some of the games here on Xbox. Uh, these some of them are going to try and stick to. Um, exclusives to xbox but and then there's a big news from xbox we'll mention but let's talk about this first uh gears 5 gears mm -hmm. of war 5 is coming out all right cool great series uh first person shooter um they're actually making uh, a gears pop video game mm -hmm. based on the pop vinyls which i think is pretty funny for your mobile that could be fun but here's what's cool uh gears 5 now if you subscribe to the xbox game pass ultimate which is because they announced Xbox Game, Fa game Pass for PC. Mm -hmm. So you can play like over 100 Xbox games on your PC for a monthly subscription. Now, for $15 a month, you can get the Game Pass on Xbox and 
the PC Game Pass as well at no additional charge. Mm-hmm. But if you get Gears 5, you will also get for free downloadable content of the Terminator Dark Fate, Ooh. which I think is pretty cool. That's a, that's a nice little plus. Yeah, I see Terminator and Gears 5. I think that's pretty nice. That's very cool. You know, it's fun to see these a lot of these crossovers that are happening now. Yeah, and you know what? I think that that's just going to be more of the norm because I feel like um, uh, I feel like it's uh, it's a good way to promote uh, a film these days. I mean, you know, it's like all of a sudden it's like take an iconic character from a film franchise and just throw them in. You know, if you're already through in Terminator, when are we getting Rambo? Yeah, no, that's true. Um, that that may be soon, even though it had its own game already on Nintendo. Although I was enjoying there was a there was a there was a meme going around of um, Rambo Bright. Which was Rainbow Bright. <laughs> Rainbow so dressed bad. up like Rainbow Bright. Yeah, you have to look for that. <laughs> I certainly will. Um, uh, speaking of crossover, here's a pretty cool crossover. So, Forza Horizon 4, uh, Forza series, fantastic racing game, but they're getting a Lego crossover. Yes. Not, not a Lego game, but Lego is going to be in Forza, which I think is pretty fun. I think it's awesome. Can you imagine, like, driving, like, you know, driving like your souped up Ferrari or whatever the hell you're driving, and then all of a sudden you're getting passed by a Lego car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got it. Come here, come here. Hey, I think we may have a little bit of a guest here. Oh, we do. Delilah, come here. Delilah, she's not listening to me, so it don't matter. No, <laughs> not like my cats that love the no. that love the spotlight, huh? All right, we'll try to get Delilah back here in a moment. Um, yeah. So, project. Uh, excuse me. Uh, jumping ahead. Forza Horizon Four, getting uh, some Lego cars in there, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um. This, I think, is... I'm surprised it took so long for this to hit a home console. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah. Um, that game just kind of just fell off the map, I think, after well, a while. Well, due to certain situations that yes. had happened. Well, for good... Uh, uh, yes, and yes, for yeah. good reason. Um, for good reason. <laughs> so, I remember um, a friend of mine in high school was obsessed with that game. Um, and I never understood why, because I tried it once, and I'm like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. I'm like, so I just charted a flight from New York to Los Angeles, and I'm supposed to sit here for six hours. In real time. In real time. Yeah, right. While it runs on autopilot until it's time for me to land. You know what? (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. So, so yeah. So, Microsoft Flight Simulator is coming back to Xbox One X. I'm assuming they fixed the uh, crash sensors on that. And um, hopefully it will be a good game. Uh, I hope so. Uh, it's yep. it's definitely one that I was excited. Actually, I was excited to hear about it, but I was also yeah. at the same time like, yeah, but I'm not going to play. It. Yeah, actually, all joking aside, they did fix that part of it. I hope so. Simulator. No, they did. Like after, yeah. you know, all right, after 9/11, they're like, yeah, you can't crash into buildings anymore in Flight Simulator. So, but uh, but it's cool to see it come back. So that's good. Um, also, they announced not a game related, but gamer tag related. Uh, you're going to be able to use symbols in your gamer tag, which I think they're doing it more to allow for like localization of languages and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think the way they were talking almost made it sound like you can put like emojis in your game tag too. I don't know. I'm not uh, sure on that part though. Uh, that was pretty cool. Well, a cute, a cute little ad to uh, customize your uh, your name and to make it unique, or more importantly, yep. to be able to uh, to tease certain words that you're probably not allowed to use. Yeah, that is true too. Yeah. Um, one of the uh, funniest parts did you watch the xbox uh, press conference by chance i'll be perfectly honest with you i had to read everything this year right, because it's been it's been uh, it's been a very busy week no problem so they announced cyberpunk 2077 which yes. is this 
huge big time game coming out on Xbox. I think it may be coming out on PlayStation as well. Yep. But what they announced for the first time at E3 is that Keanu Reeves is going to be, he's starring in it. He's yes. one of the characters. And then all of a sudden Keanu comes out on stage because Xbox was the only one that had, well, of the big three that had a stage presentation. Yes. And I find it funny when these actors come on stage or directors come on stage, all they have to do is read a tele from a teleprompter. Their job is to just spit out what they read. Yeah. But they sometimes just can't get the hang of it. Now, don't get me wrong. Keanu was, he had a fun time. Like he came out, he was like, you guys are awesome. You know, this is amazing. But like he couldn't stick to the script. He kept getting distracted, which I find hysterical. But, well, you know, I, I feel like that's also typical Keanu. I mean, that's like, true. Yeah. apparently like Keanu has now like gotten this reputation online of like he's like he's like the saint of the Internet or something yeah, like really that. Is. It's, like, it's like everybody is in love with Keanu Reeves these days. And you know what? And it's well, awesome. I go because he's like he's this very laid back, chill guy. And he seems like just a normal person. He just so happens to be a famous actor. And I think know, it's hard to find a guy grounded like that. True. I mean, let's face facts. He's Neo. He's John Wick. And he's Ted Theodore Logan. He is know? Ted Theodore yeah. Logan, first and foremost. <laughs> and he will be reprising said role yes. in Bill and Ted Face the Music. Cannot wait. Very excited um, about that. They also announced a new Star Wars game, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which looks very interesting. And uh, long... very excited about that one, actually. Yeah. It looks pretty damn good. Yeah. Some of the, uh, the biggest <laughs> news from Xbox uh, that we got is the new Xbox system that's going to be coming out. Yeah, um, so Project Scarlet is official. Um, they did, uh, you know, obviously at E3 they they announced it. But uh, what, yeah, of course, what I'm most interested in figuring out is will this be the last physical console we see now that everything seems to be going to the cloud slash Skynet? Um, I'm gonna call it Skynet because I know it's inevitable. Just because I yeah, want to say I, I just want to say I told you so when the machines take over before I get blown up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, with cloud-based gaming coming forward, August. this this yeah. may be the last. This may be the last physical. That's what we're going to see. Yeah, absolutely, positively, probably. Um, you're right. Google Stadia is doing it, as I just mentioned before, the PlayStation Now, Xbox Game Pass. Um, PlayStation 5 also might be mm -hmm. that if, if it comes out. So Project Scarlet, as you all remember, Xbox One X was Project Scorpion. So we'll yes. see what they're going to call this one. Uh, well, wait, if you, if you go by, wait, if you go by the names of their systems, this should be like the Xbox 893.467. You know what? I'll put money on it. Xbox Pi. You know what? That would be awesome. <laughs> but I don't I'll, want it I'll to say. I don't want it. I don't want to show the pie symbol. I want to see three point one four. No, no, no. I'm talking PIE. Oh. <laughs> um, so slated slated for holiday 2020. Um, Project Scarlet is going to be their well, which they say every time they announce a new system, it's going to be the most powerful Xbox ever made, as it should be. I don't know why they'd go backwards. I, I would um, love it if they said that. You know, we're actually going to make it a little bit weaker, but you'll enjoy it. We swear. <laughs> uh, it's going to be four times powerful, four times more powerful than the Xbox One X, which is yes. huge. 120 frames per second. They're gearing up for 8K. And I'm already seeing commercials for 8K, 8K televisions. Yeah. So, uh, well, I'll buy mine when the 16 day, uh, 16, I can't even say it. 16K comes out because an 8K would be cheap. If 4K would be dirt cheap. I know. I still um, have a lot of 4K. <laughs> Telling you, they're cheap and they're well worth it. Oh, I know. Um, it's going to be an SSD drive, virtual RAM. Uh, they're going to be really pushing Project X Cloud, which mm -hmm. is their like cross-platform gaming. Supposedly, that's going to be available on the Switch. We'll get to that when they announce more stuff for it. They kept saying Project Scarlet's going to be designed for gaming and gaming 
Like, they kept pushing that design for gaming. I'm wondering if they're just going to focus on that and not worry about, you know, like Hulu, Netflix, having YouTube on it or something like that, which I think is silly because televisions have all of that. Yeah, I want, well, you know, we're kind of in a, I feel like we're kind of in a stage now with the way, um, Major studios are consolidating and they're all buying each other up and stuff like that. Like, I don't know if it become if it's going to become an issue where uh, studios are just saying we're not offering it through your consoles. We're only offering Ooh, it through TVs okay. or something like that. So it could be it, we we may be entering a new age where it's like everybody's starting to pull back and it's like, well, if you want to see our stuff, you have to watch it on your computer. You got to watch it on your TV. We're not going to offer it on a console, especially That's because well, especially because if this is going to be the last generation of consoles. Why invest in that stuff if eventually you're just going to be a cloud gaming service? True. Very true. Um, so, yeah, so this Project Scarlet is going to look really cool. Of course, they announced a launch title for it, Halo Infinite. Not surprising. I mean, Halo yep. is their staple. Yep, absolutely. Um, so that's really well, – oh, they also talked about backwards capability, but I think some people read a little more into that than what was meant. Yes. Um, what they're working on is that – Project Scarlet will be backwards compatible with Xbox One games completely. Mm -hmm. They really didn't mention anything about 360 and original Xbox. So, no. I, I, but, I was going to say, I think the only Xbox yeah. 360 and Xbox games you'll be able to play are the ones like that, you're, that are available for download. Maybe. And that's, yeah. you know, they really didn't even announce that because, you know, again, they have to, like, they kind of talked about it. Like, they have to trick the Xbox One into thinking it's a 360. Mm -hmm. And even then, it's per game. Like, yeah. the publishers decide. That's why it's not fully backwards compatible. Mm -hmm. But um, but nevertheless, the fact that it's backwards to the Xbox One is a start that they're working on. So that's, that's yeah. cool. I always felt um, one of the biggest mistakes that these companies made was when they stopped making them backwards compatible. But again, then I go back to the Super Nintendo is not backwards compatible with the Nintendo. Well, yeah, so, but those were those were cartridge based systems. I you know, know. But once still. we got once we got to CD based, um, it was fully capable because you just have to write the you just got to write the you know the firmware. Yeah, I hear. Um, and then of course uh, they also announced that what you can use now on an Xbox One, uh, the new Xbox Elite Wireless Controller Series Two. Mm -hmm. uh, which is just like a high-end duty. I, my cousin actually has the Elite controller. A, it's heavy, but B, it's very comfortable. Even like when you put the control, the buttons in the back and everything, it's pretty cool. Oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so that's the the big stuff from Xbox. I mean, there wasn't, to me, there wasn't anything else that stood out that's kind of exclusive mm -hmm. for Xbox. Um, so, uh, but what do you think overall of like the Xbox from what you read? The Xbox announcements with this Project Scarlet and everything for this E3. Yeah, so um, I have to say, like of the three of the three main systems, uh, Microsoft has kind of fallen off the map for me. And um, I was oh, hoping, right. yeah, I was hoping with Project Scarlet it would kind of bring itself back in. And I just wasn't, I wasn't overly enthused by the list. Now, granted, um, the Xbox has always been like the the games that always come out on the Xbox are not my kind of games. Like I'm not a mm -hmm. Halo guy, I'm not a Gears of War mm -hmm. guy. Like those are not my. That's not my bread and butter. I hear you. Um, so, and I'm excited about Project Scarlet. I think, I think it definitely has potential. It's always, to me, it's always going to come down to games. What yeah, are course. the games on the system? I mean, uh, you know, as great as all our systems are with um, the other apps on it and everything like that, I'm a gamer at heart. I need games that are going to appeal to me. And right now, I'm excited about a new system, but I'm not excited yet because I haven't seen a game where it's like, ooh, I have to buy it for this. Okay. So I'm in a wait and see 
mode for Project uh, for Project Scarlet for sure. All right. So we'll see. Let us know your thoughts about the uh, the Xbox E3 uh, press conference. Of course, hit us up Facebook uh, Retro Gamers Podcast, and uh, we're going to move on with our next system. All right, Larry, and now we're getting to the third major, uh, you know, our third major uh, company at uh, E3, and we're going to talk a bit about Sony. But before we do that, yes, um, I have a little bit of a Sony story from oh. E3 week. Um, okay. And uh, so I thought I'd share that before we get into what Sony talked about, especially since, beca- you know, because Sony didn't really talk about a whole lot at E3 this year, but they well, purposely said they weren't going to. Exactly. So, exactly. They um, weren't there. Yeah, exactly. So um, so I just wanted to share a couple of stories. First off, Days of Play, which was going on during E3 week, yes. was a, was to me the best sale out of all of the sales from the three platforms. I thought they, were, they I thought they offered a lot of really solid stuff. Mm-hmm. I picked up a bunch. Uh, I picked up a bunch of games. A couple of VR games. I picked up um, a heavy. There was a Heavy Rain and Detroit Become Human two pack for like twelve yes. bucks. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, for twelve bucks, I'm like, that's a no brainer. I'm like, those are two really, really solid games. So, yep. um, so I snagged those. Um, but just overall, in general, like, like overall, I felt like uh, Sony hit it out of the park with Days of Play, and I honestly think they did that because of the fact that they really didn't have a presence at E3. So they were okay. kind of offering a good opportunity for gamers to kind of stock up uh, in their library. Not to mention okay. the fact the free games this month: Sonic Mania and yeah. uh, uh, Borderlands. Borderlands. Which uh, again, I mean, two really solid games. But the the one the one thing that I wanted to share is, and I know you were like, I may have already told you about this, but we've all talked about the um, the unsuccessful venture Sony had making the PlayStation Classic. Oh and, yeah, <laughs> yes. Well, you know, people people come. Well, you know what I mean, unsuccessful. though. Unsuccessful. Well, it was unsuccessful in the fact of a lot of you know a lot of fans and gamers were complaining that it was. Um, you know, they, a lot of PAL versions, things were playing slower. It just didn't, it did not work out for them. And as a result, you know, the sales for this thing, um, plummeted, uh, in terms of price really, really quickly. Um, yeah. It was tell a, me about it. I know because you, you had pre-ordered it for, <laughs> you pre-ordered it for a hundred bucks. Full price, I, baby. Yeah. I had the pre-order and I canceled it about a month <laughs> out because when I saw the list of games, I'm like, I'm not too sure. Which, that's gonna... fair enough. Yeah, that's and fair. I judged it on the like the games that were yeah. on it. I didn't judge it based on how yeah. it played. So, anyway, um, during E3 week, um, Amazon, Walmart, and I believe Best Buy and the dropped, rest of the planet and the rest of the planet dropped the price of the PlayStation Classic to thirty dollars. Oh my God! Really? Thirty dollars for the PlayStation Classic. How much percentage off is that? That's like that is seventy percent off. Oh my god! Yes, if it was a hundred dollars and they took seventy off, that's seventy <laughs> percent. I'm never good at math. <laughs> no, um... apparently not. So anyway, so when I saw that it was thirty dollars, I'm like, hmm, maybe it's time for me to take the plunge and buy the PlayStation Classic. Oh. So I went on Amazon. For over thirty years, Lexus has been celebrating driveway moments. But this year, driveways hosted some new traditions, like graduation parades and birthday parties. Celebrate the season with the Lexus December to Remember sales event. Find exclusive offers on our most popular models with contactless delivery. Now through January 4th. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Click the banner to discover more. For over 30 years, Lexus has made the driveway a special place. But this year, some new driveway traditions appeared. 
like birthdays, and drive-by graduation parades. Here's to making the driveway the place to celebrate. Deck your driveway at the Lexus December to Remember sales event. Find exclusive offers on our most popular models with contactless delivery. Now through January 4th. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Click the banner to discover more. It's on and I looked at it and I'm like, huh. I was like, okay. I was like, for Final Fantasy VII, for Metal Gear Solid, I'm like, for Resident Evil Director's Cut, I'm like, you know what? If I bought it and I only played those three games, it's 10 bucks a game. Not that bad. Plus, I get the little mini console yeah. if I buy it. So I throw it in my cart and I'm like, okay, I'll buy it. And then I look at, and then and then I look and I'm like, oh, I was like, what is this? Um, I have the Amazon credit card, yeah. and it gives you five percent back on all your purchases. <laughs> True. So I look at it and I'm like, oh, I was like, I have a credit. How much credit do I have? <laughs> oh, I have like over twenty bucks. <laughs> okay, so I'd like to say oh, hello man. to my new PlayStation oh, Classic that you got that cost. That cost me twelve dollars and fifty-four cents. <laughs> Unbelievable. So Unbelievable. That, is, that is about eighty-seven and a half percent off. <laughs> Figures. Well, congratulations on adding that to your collection. Yep. Twenty games, twelve bucks. That's about sixty cents a game. I still <laughs> I still think I may have overpaid slightly. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I do I do now have it's uh, good. Classic. Very good. Well, you're going to yeah. quite enjoy it. And we'll have to talk later because I was playing because I have the Japanese one as well. And I have no idea how to play Devil Dice. So we'll oh, talk I'll, about that I'll later. teach you how to play Devil Dice. I have to get my hands on the Japanese one just yeah. for Devil Dice. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Um, oh, and there's a really good uh, Gradius on there as well. Ooh, okay, uh, well, cool. enjoy a little PlayStation Classic because that's probably like the biggest news that came out of PlayStation. <laughs> that actually year. was. Actually, like, se- yeah, 70% off that is the big news out of Sony because Sony was a bit quiet this year. And um, yeah, yeah, but you know what? They had announced it ahead of time. They said they were really going to have a city three, which was understandable. True. They are doing similar to what Nintendo's doing. They're kind of putting, uh, and Nintendo did have a big presence. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, but Sony has decided that they're going to go all in with these monthly updates. Play of state, I think, or state of play. It's state of play. Yeah. yeah, state of play. So Sony but they state of play. Have one. Well, they didn't have they didn't have one this month because. They had ju- I think they had just done, like, is this the first or second one that they just did? Yeah, but still, it's E3. If you're going to do it, I get not being at E3, Yeah, which they just weren't there, again, period. But, I I mean, we'll see what happens. Maybe they got other things planned. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's possible. I mean, we may get the new state of play may just update you on everything that's true. not at E3. Um, but the big, you know, to me, um, the biggest news coming out of Sony right now is obviously the PlayStation 5. Um Yes. You know, which they did announce at State of Play and not at E3. Um, however, yeah. talking about the PlayStation 5, I mean, it looks like, again, maybe the last physical console we're going to get. And they, I'm sorry, just, just based off the first thing they said, it was a home run for me. Fully backwards compatible to the first PlayStation. Wait, hold on. But again, I think people are reading into that. That's not, they said it's going to be backwards compatible with the PS4. They oh no no really no! I, I heard it was going. No no no! I heard it was fully it, backwards compatible to the one. I've heard I've heard both. I've heard PS4 only. I've heard maybe all the way back to the beginning to PS1. See, that's the thing, and that's why I think the biggest news out of E3 for Sony, again, even the fact that they weren't there, was the fact that they did not go into details about mm-hmm. the PS5, like Xbox did with Project Scarlet. Like, yeah, all right, we already know a lot of the stats on the PS5 and things like that, but. You know, like even 
just no additional stats, no holiday 2020 release or 2021 release or whatever it's going to be. Um, that to me is the biggest thing out of Sony. Uh, just not a peep about the PS5. Where to 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 put those rumors to bed even because and again to you and I get where you're coming from where yes there excuse me there was news about it going backwards compatible all the way to the beginning but again I've then read no it's only backwards for PS4. Well, um, so they're gonna ha- well they're, first off they're gonna have to clarify that right exactly and uh, and the second thing is I think because they already made the announcement at State of Play there was no need for them to go to E3 to make anything additional only because. They had already given all the information away. So yes, Microsoft making their big splash at E3 was great, but in essence, Sony decided th- that their strategy was going to be: we'll get the leg up on Microsoft by announcing it before E3, since we knew Microsoft was announcing it. At right. E3. That's I at mean, least I, that, I, that, that's at least my thought. Fair enough. No, yeah. completely understandable. I figure also just even a point to just remind us about not that we need reminding, but just you know just mention the PS5. Just yeah. nothing. But Ag- agreed. Be that as it may, there was still a handful of good stuff. And like I said, we, you know, we get in the PlayStation 3rd. A lot of games we've already mentioned mm-hmm. are coming out multi-system. So PS, the PS4 is getting its fair share of games. But mm-hmm. to mention some of the exclusives, well, not exclusive, uh, yeah, exclusives. First one that actually I just thought of now, I forgot about, um, in the vein of, um, of uh, Night Trap, they're remaking Corpse Killer. Yes, I'm, talk about <laughs> random. I mean, that was just like Honestly. a random announcement. And, and you uh, know what? I'm in. Oh, totally. It's a Sega CD game. I think it was Sega CD 32X, even maybe. Yeah. Um, limited Run. Those terrible people, in my opinion, legally speaking, um, at Limited Run are going to release it uh, physical copy. So I'll which, make sure to which download you know, it. Um, which you know, I'll pick up and get. Well, unless someone virtually steals it out of your cart. This limited which, run is which won't happen. I, that that has not happened opinion. for me yet in the two games I bought. Um, but let's talk about the big stuff here. Uh, first, uh, there was a game that they announced called Spiritfarer, which it looks like a very lighthearted game. It's almost like a like you live in this world where you're living on a boat, and then you're like you run into these magical, mystical creatures. But as you go along, you build your boat almost into a city. Yes. Um, so it's kind of like that. I wouldn't call it necessarily a sandbox game like some of these other games, but uh, it looks pretty interesting. You know, it looks like a fun game. That looked like it had a big, big hit to the PlayStation. Um, speaking of which, with sandbox, oh, did I heard something? Um, Microsoft, not Microsoft, um, Minecraft Dungeons mm-hmm. is going to be coming out multi platform, which is, well, what it is Minecraft, but it's like, it almost plays like uh, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance or Diablo 3. Yes. I think it's pretty cool. So that's going to be good. Um, and here's one for you. I don't know if it's... It may already be out. I'm not 100% sure. But um, Beat Saber. It's getting its DLC. Imagine Dragons. Yes. Um, Imagine Dragons dropped um, last oh, week. Okay. Yeah, dropped last week on June 10th. And um, get it? I, yes, I have gotten it. Awesome. Uh, I've gotten it. I've played. I've played through. I think I may. I think I've completed all of them on expert mode already. But <laughs> you. But that doesn't. But that doesn't mean they're easy. Expert uh, and the expert <laughs> plus mode is insane. Um, here's my thought on that. I was actually having a conversation with a friend of mine about this yesterday, because um, Beat Saber, at least on Sony, um, there are maybe, let's say, thirty songs, and now Imagine Dragons. Really, they released another ten, oh, which okay. is great. Yeah. But. 
unfortunately, the, the issue that I'm having with it is that because there aren't a lot of songs available on Beat Saber, dropping 10 songs from the same artist isn't as exciting because you're just playing through the same artist on that pack. And okay. they don't have enough variety yet, in my opinion, on the system to warrant a large pack from one artist. Now, if they would have broken it up a little bit the way that Rock Band used to do, because mm-hmm. what Rock Band would do is like, here's a three pack of Imagine Dragons and, and yep. we're also releasing... Uh, here are five singles from five other artists, and then and then here's a separate album from another artist. You know where you get yeah. like a full ten songs. I mean, right now it's just like ten whole. So I've got like thirty songs from artists I don't know, mm-hmm. right? Which are and then they're mostly like electronic. You know, yeah, dance. like techno. Yeah, yeah, a lot of EDM stuff. Um, and not that there's anything wrong with them. I'm enjoying <laughs> the song. I'm enjoying the songs. They're very challenging, and they and some of them do get in your head. There's one that actually has a. Uh, almost like an eight bit beat to it, and oh, it reminds cool. like playing through it reminds me like, for some odd reason it reminds me of playing through Castlevania. I don't know why, <laughs> awesome. um, but um, but then I have all of these I have all these songs from artists I don't know, and then ten Imagine Dragon songs. So okay. I'm I'm like I'm like begging for more variety, and they've already <laughs> announced and they've already said they they've made a lot more licensing deals with other artists that will be dropping later. Good. I'm like if if I were if I were them. I would just I would just say, hey, I was like, mix them up when you drop them. You know, it's great that you want to do a whole bunch from one artist. I was like, but if you give a variety in each pack, I think it would be more appealing. Okay. My, my Sounds friend. good. Hey, listen, it's, you're the only one playing it between the two of us right now. So Well, you should um, play. I, I want to. Uh, other DLC, which I'm 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 not hundred percent sure what it consists of, but uh, Kingdom Hearts three is gonna be getting some downloadable content to the PlayStation, yes. I think, this winter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as games, there's really only, in my opinion, and maybe in yours too, Ant, um, definitely two big games on the PS4, four in general. There's a game called Gods and Monsters that was coming out that a lot of people were kind of flipping over, which is kind of cool. Yes. Uh, I, I, that may also be on Xbox. I'm not 100% sure on that. Uh, Watch Dogs is getting a new game. Uh, yeah. Watch Dogs Legion, and apparently in this one, like any character you run into, I think can be like a nemesis. Or yeah, like it, yeah, it's a very interesting concept, and uh, I think it's I think it's actually going to work out well for anybody who's a Watchdog fan. Yeah. Um. All right. So we're going to talk about these two games, and and I know these are probably two games and two franchises that you really enjoy. So I'm going to let you pick which one you want to talk about first. I think you know which two I'm talking about. Uh, I definitely know one of them that you're talking about, and I'm blanking on the other. So why don't you let's do the other one first? Okay, Marvel's Avengers. Yeah. Oh, right, Marvel's Avengers. Marvel's Avengers. Bring it up before. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So now uh, this one, Mm -hmm. not based on the movie. Not based on the movie. Completely original story. Completely original character design, which again I find hysterical that people are complaining about character design because I think. We're used, or they're used to Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson mm-hmm. and um, uh, RDJ. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, let's get into this. And you're gonna, I think, you know a little more about it. Um, yes. So let us know about Marvel's Avengers from Square Enix. Yes. Okay. So Square Enix has been working on this project for a really long time, and everybody's been wondering what it's about because they said, "Oh wait, they have the Marvel. What are they doing for Marvel? Nobody knew." Um, and it took them forever to finally, you know, drop some information. And here we are. We get the trailer for Marvel's Avengers. Now, a um, lot of lot of things that uh, I found that was a hum- that were uh, that were humorous about it. First off, they turn around and they say that, uh, you know, 
we didn't, you know, they didn't, they didn't want to emulate the films, right? They, they wanted, they want to do something completely original, original story mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Great. I was like, yet conveniently, five, the five main characters are five out of the six original Avengers <laughs> from the film. So it's like, okay. I was like, well, you kind of did sort of copy the film. Let's just, but let's just they go like, there. Are they like the top five or six Avengers in the comics? Like, who are the original Avengers? Yeah, let's get nerdy. Okay, so let's get a little nerdy. So the original Avengers were Thor, Wasp, um, Iron Man. Okay. And then um, uh, Ant-Man. Wait, was it Ant-Man? Yes, it was Ant-Man. Uh, wait. Oh, God. <laughs> See, now, now, now uh, I'm questioning myself. Let me, let me ask you this. Who, like, who are the Hulk. Avengers now? Oh comics. God! Forget about now. Oh. Forget about now. This well, too hold many. on. Let me. We're jumping around. Is this even based on the comic, or is this just like a completely original, no. separate? Okay. It seems like it's a completely original story. Okay. Um, you know, and of the of the original Avengers, because remember, Captain America was not an original Avenger. He showed up in Avengers number four okay. when they thawed him out, when they found him in the ice, and they thawed yeah. him out, and all that stuff. Because you can survive like that, um, <laughs> especially when you're Captain America. Exactly. However. Um, Obviously, you. I mean, just just all you had to do was admit we're trying to capitalize on the success success of the films. <laughs> we're using some of the main characters, and of course, the minute everybody saw it, their first complaint was, "Why is why is Hawkeye getting shafted again?" Yeah, <laughs> because, true. Yeah, because he's the only one of the six from the first film that's obviously <laughs> yeah. not being shown in the in the trailer. And yeah. everybody's like, "Calm down, calm down," because the storyline behind this um, game is that. They're on the West Coast in San Francisco setting up the West Coast Avengers. Now, the mm-hmm. West Coast Avengers in the comic books was led by Hawkeye. He was the leader of the oh, West okay. Coast Avengers. <laughs> you, stop complaining. We're going to give you your own separate team. Do us a favor. Set up a cross country. <laughs> yeah, basically. We're like, you know what? We need people on the West Coast. Well, jeez, who do we want to Go banish? away. Yeah, it's like, who do we want to <laughs> banish over there? Oh, Hawkeye. <laughs> Go. Um, <laughs> So anyway, um, so that's the West Coast Avengers. So now that and that's the story they're setting up here. So it's in San Francisco setting up West Coast Avengers. Now, in terms of what they showed in the trailer, in terms of the likenesses. Now, there's a meme going around online, which I thought was really funny because like it was like um, um, uh, Square Enix goes to, you know, the actors. And it's like, hey, we're making a Marvel's Avengers movie. And the actors are like, great, give us $5 million each and you can use our likenesses and then we get what we get. <laughs> it's like, oh, never mind. That's probably, yeah. Yeah. So obviously everybody's complaining because the characters in the game don't look like yeah. the film, don't look like the actors. Okay, mm-hmm. bottom line, it's a video game separate from the film franchise, Agreed. even though they're using the same characters. The reason why they're using the same characters is because those are the most recognizable characters thanks to the films. Understandable. Right. Understandable. Completely understandable. Now, um, now in terms of the gameplay itself, this is the part where I'm not 100% sold on the game. Because See, it, okay. it's, because it's a hybrid. They're doing like a hybrid kind of thing where they're trying to tell it in a cinematic way the same way we watch the films. Okay. Which, and then you have the action, you know, and then you have obviously the action elements in it where you're actually playing through it. So it's kind of a it's it's going to be an interesting hybrid. And I don't know exactly if they're going the route of like a um, until dawn or Detroit become human. Oh, I see. What you're where, about. Okay. yeah, where in other words, there's a butterfly effect based on yeah. decisions you make during the cinematic moments. Not sure. 
So yeah. we'll see how we'll see how that turns out. But they are saying that the game itself is kind of like Destiny Two, which is kind of that type oh, of. Oh, all right. Yeah. So they're saying that like it's got a Destiny Two feel to it. So, so I'm curious to see exactly how all this comes together. They it wasn't a hundred percent clear based on the presentation, but again, this was the first introduction of it. Of course, they, they obviously wanted to show how powerful and great it looked. And I'll be honest mm-hmm. with you. It looked really impressive. Did I take a step back when I saw the characters and said, wait, they look kind of like the actors, but not even close? Yes. And I think maybe <laughs> had they have made an attempt to make the characters look completely different from the actors, I think they probably would have been better off to just show we're giving you the Avenger, the film feel of, of the Avengers films with a completely original game. I think that probably would have been the best bet. However, it's not going to deter me, and I don't think it's going to deter a lot of people from playing the game no, if the game is not awesome. At all. I was like, and then on top of that, they also announced that there will be, uh, I don't know if it's a season pass that they're going to have. I'm assuming it is. There's a there's a, your cat in the window. Um, hey, there you are. What's up? <laughs> and that's it. Cranky sometimes. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's you it. Go, Samson. Well, you know, uh, she, she, wanted to, she wanted to hear about the Avengers. Um He's already so, bored with our nonsense. Yes, he is. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So I don't think it's going to deter anybody. Um, there, and I did think they announced there like a season pass where you're going to be able to download more, yeah. um, you know, more uh, missions and stuff like that. But here's the thing: they announced it just cool. It's all free content. Yes. Apparently, there's no play to pay. The the other big uh, uh, recurring theme was. Like a lot of these companies are no longer going with what they call pay to play or pay to win, mm-hmm. meaning downloadable content or, you know, pay this much money. You get your stats all up to speed and then you go and defeat the game. So, you know, it's kind of old school. You go through the game. But with the DLC, which includes new characters, new settings, new locations, they say they already have like this is like a multi year process mm-hmm. that they're going to have this game out for. And they're already planning that out for regular download so i wouldn't call yeah. it a season pass as much as it's just here's an updates let's call yep. it let's call them updates yeah and there are a lot of games that do that right now like you know i play um i you know i play dead by daylight like religiously yeah. at this point um and they're constantly they have um every year they have a presentation that they do that's like two or three hours where they basically tell you here are all the updates coming to the game and i think this is another way that games are going um companies are trying to figure out instead of making a thousand games it's like based on one franchise it's like how do we make a core franchise game and just continually update it so you're just getting a you know obviously a continuing story and continuing gameplay from the same game yeah you know? all right no i can see that um now also you know it's funny because now that you mention it it's weird when i s- saw the trailer i'm like all right these are clearly not the characters from the movie mm-hmm. um because i kind of thought it was going to have a movie tie-in but once I saw that, I'm like, all right, no movie tie-in, which is fine. But then, I don't know, then I'm like, all right. Like, in my head, I'm like, like you said, those are the five Avengers that everyone knows, that the general audience knows. I'm fine with that. But then I'm like, all right, now the rest of this is just a completely original story, original IP, if you will, mm-hmm. original everything. But then as soon as you like, they're capitalizing on the movie. Then they announced, like, they had, like, a little teaser mm-hmm. for new stuff. And who is it? It's, it's, uh, Hank it's Pym. Scott Pym. Uh, Hank Pym, excuse me. Hank Pym, uh, yep. yeah. Ant-Man. So I'm like, okay, never mind. <laughs> They're going as much, as much of the movie as possible. Uh, but nevertheless, look, at least I get the reason to try and pseudo-tie it, 
without really tying it to the movies. Yeah. Uh, but then you go off on your own. And the, again, the downloadable content, the free updates will yeah. probably be other stuff that we've never seen in the movies, of course. Exactly. But again, I say and, go, with the, go with the most recognizable characters from the film because they're more relatable to course. a general audience now. Um, and then with that being said, if even today, I mean, it's not a vi- you can pre-order it today, but the beta is not up yet. But um, you can be part of the Marvel's Avengers pre-order, excuse me, beta on PlayStation if you order the PS4 game today. Yes. Or now. So check that out. Um, all right. So I'm looking forward to Marvel's Avengers. I think it comes out in April. 2020 i I believe that is correct yes april or may so we got about a year um and then finally the bit for playstation uh the big one i know anthony's been waiting for a long baby long time uh the big remake final fantasy 7 remake yes and you know um they originally announced this back in 2015 so we yeah yeah 2015 so this is literally will be five years in the making because the drop date is march 3rd 2020 yes five-year development and to be honest with you, with a game of this magnitude, um, I can understand why it's taking so long to make. Because, like I said, this game it, this game was a massive undertaking even on PlayStation. I mean, it was a uh, it was three discs, if I remember correctly. Um, Maybe and, four? No, three, four. Uh, no, four. Final Fantasy VIII was four. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but Final Fantasy VII was three discs. I actually still own the original copy I bought in 1997. There you go. That was that was a game I was never letting go of. I hung on to it for dear life. Um, but, um, the gameplay itself, like the game is phenomenal. Everybody talks about how our final fantasy seven is arguably the best one in the series. It's also the most mainstream one. You have a lot of players who, um, will own, like literally will say like, which final fantasy games you've played Well, I've played seven, seven yeah. seems to be the one that most people say that if there was only one final fantasy they played, it's this one. Um, and to be honest with you, it's probably it's partially responsible for the success of the PlayStation. It's got to be, yeah, yeah, it's got to be one of the, one, one of the top games, if not the top game, on this original Sony PlayStation. Now, the um, trailer that they dropped was, I think, stunning was an understatement for me. And granted, I'm a, I'm biased. I'm totally biased yeah. for this game. There's no question about it. But just seeing it. Seeing it in like that full the full HD look, I mean, it looks absolutely beautiful. The voice acting, which um, you know, obviously is new to it because in the beginning, you know, yeah. in the original one, it's all text based. So the voice acting, fantastic. Um, the the cinematics look great. The characters look really good, and more importantly, the game mechanics. They've actually taken a bit of a risk here um, because in the original one, it was turn based fighting, right? Mm-hmm. They've in- introduced a new new gameplay mechanics in terms of battling, okay. uh, so which is leaving it from the which is stepping away from the original. So you can I think what it and I'm not 100 percent sure how it works, but I think what happens is you play your battles in real time with uh, with melee attacks. Okay. So you can sit there and swing like your Kingdom sword. Hearts. Yeah, like Kingdom Hearts, you basically can swing all you want, and then you still have a bar that's building underneath you. There's no place like home for the holidays or homedepot.com for holiday decor with great low prices on decorations inside and out like artificial Christmas trees to light up the living room, outside lights and playful inflatables that bring joy to the neighborhood. Order online and you'll even get free delivery. Holiday decorating improved with a wide assortment of holiday decor from homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Free standard shipping on most online orders over $45. Some exclusions apply while supplies last. 
For over 30 years, Lexus has made the driveway a special place. But this year, some new driveway traditions appeared, like birthdays and drive-by graduation parades. Here's to making the driveway the place to celebrate. Deck your driveway at the Lexus December to Remember sales event. Find exclusive offers on our most popular models with contactless delivery. Now through January 4th. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Click the banner to discover more. And then when that bar is full, then you're allowed to access your materia, which I think allows you to use your magic. All right. Well, so it's a bit. I can so, see that. Yeah. So they're doing a bit of a hybrid with it. And I'm really curious yeah. to do like, I would love to do a hands-on demo to see it. Um, people who have played it said it's re- it's a really interesting take. Um, and uh, we'll see. Uh, well, ultimately we'll see what comes out, but um Everything that I've seen on it has been nothing short of fantastic. And that trailer to me was probably the best trailer unveiled at E3. Okay, and that, fair to enough. Me, that trumps Breath of the Wild 2, which is saying a lot. To me. <laughs> yeah, that does say a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, even I'm like, wow, this Final Fantasy VII game looks fantastic. Um, March 3rd, 2020. Check it out. Uh, I don't even know if it's on pre order yet, but I'm sure it will be soon. And um, yeah, I may wait. You know, I was going to get Final Fantasy VII on switch but i think i'll just wait for the remake you know go big or go home right yeah so, no i think i think so well and you have it on your um you have it on your classic so you I can do. just play you can play it on there uh, unless, you wanna, true. unless you want to play it remotely um <laughs> also true <laughs> yeah so and that's the cool thing about the switch it's like even though even if you have the the game at home being able to take it with you like for me when i travel it's like i need games with me so uh, the switch is you know, it's, for me it's funny um when I'm looking at this with Project Scarlet, the PS5, Nintendo Switch, look, I, don't get me wrong, I'll, I'm sure I'll be eventually getting all these systems, but in my head, I'm like, you know, if I had to choose just one, like, if I had to get rid of, like, uh, two systems and keep only one, without batting an eye, I would say Switch. Mm. I will keep the Switch. Yeah, see, I, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah, see, and right now, I'm kind of torn between the Switch and the Sony PlayStation, okay. because, you know, VR is becoming a big thing for me. So. That uh, very true, very true. So, and um, and I'm sorry, nobody can, nobody can force me to buy the Nintendo Labo VR. I'm sorry, that's it just, just not fine. Me. That's it's it's like there is no game right now that is a full game. It always is just goofiness, something for the kids to put together <laughs> or a 39 year old to put together, and uh, it's just kind of a cool thing. It's, an, it's no, and I and I fun. get it, I get it. It just doesn't look appealing to me at all. That's well, because it's it's nothing compared to the PlayStation VR. So exactly, you know. But it wasn't meant to be. So. Yes. Uh, all right. So, all right. Nintendo, uh, Microsoft, Sony. How would you rate them? Well, I mean, just based off of, if I'm being honest and based off of E3 presentation only. Yes. E3 presentation only, they went, they go in the order you listed, I think. Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony, in that order. Great. Now, if I had to put them in my own personal order, um, I would probably go with Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft, and that's only because the two games that Sony announced are the two games that I'm clamoring for the most. Okay. Nintendo now, Nintendo's got two really solid ones in Breath of the Wild two, and in um, Ultimate Alliance, and those are probably like those are the four games coming out of E3 that I'm most excited about. Um, but Sony's definitely got the edge for me, because, but again, mostly because I've been dying for this Final Fantasy VII game ever since wow. they announced it, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was not disappointed when I saw that trailer. 
Final Fantasy Seven, I think, is the time to get a 4K television. Uh, I will. I will probably have a 4K television before that comes out. But yes, no, I will. I will, I will, I, awesome. I will go 50K if I have to. <laughs> All right. So let us know at the Facebook page on Instagram again, both Retro Gamers Podcast. Uh, who you thought won E3, and then we're going to start to wrap this up. We've got a little bit of uh, third-party news, if you will, and then we'll take it from there. We'll be right back. And we're back. All right. Uh, all right, so we're just going to uh, wrap up some stuff here. Um, what I like to call the third-party news yes. from E3. Third-party news um, is very important. I thought this was some cool stuff. All right, let's touch on it real... Actually, you know what? I'm going to save that for last. I know I got the list. Anthony does. I'm going to save that for last. Let's talk about... Uh, let's talk about Arcade 1-Up. They had a lot of lot of good news. Holy coming cow. Out. Yeah, what a, what a surprise though from them. I, I mean, their arcade... Their, the, the arcade machines are very impressive. And yep. uh, the ones they've already come out with. Because, you know, they come out with Pac-Man, Asteroids, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, um, you know. Final um, Fight, stuff like Final that. Final Fight. Like, they, they've come out with such great arcades. And to be honest with you, if I had a room to put them in, I'd buy I'd right? buy pretty much all of them. Right, exactly. I agree with you. I was going to take my kitchen out and just line them up with arcade one-ups. Yeah, I was actually thinking that I don't really need a couch. <laughs> so, um, although, although it is my one of my cat's beds so <laughs> well they'll sleep on the arcade cabinet that's very true too but yeah if so, i had the room i would buy a whole bunch of these things uh, however um the ones that they announced at um e3 i gotta tell you i i now the temptation is at like an all-time high honestly honestly yeah. uh, all right so first they started the week with two big announcements uh first a uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles arcade cabinet which four is, player yes you beat me to it um, and which two games are they in? Uh, it is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, if I remember correctly. Well, we know it as Turtles 2, the arcade game, but the original 1989 arcade game. The original 1989 arcade game, and then Turtles in Time. Yeah, which was another fantastic arcade yep. game. Uh, two top-notch games. Uh, and then they announced the Marvel cabinet, um, which, I'm going to be honest with you, I thought had... The arcade game I was thinking of, but it's, I guess that's that. Yeah, wasn't. I was disappointed it didn't. <laughs> uh, but it has Marvel superheroes, mm-hmm. um, X Men: Children of the Atom, yep. and the Punisher. Yes, and you know the Punisher. Uh, it's interesting. The Punisher game, and uh, there was another game. There was a Spider Man game that was like a four player. Yeah. Um, those games aren't very aren't as well known. So um, it was interesting to see the Punisher show up. I have a feeling that that wound up on there because they couldn't get the rights to a certain other game. Yeah, probably. Um, but I thought Children of the Atom was. I was like, oh my god. And then I looked into it. I'm like, oh, that's just another fighter. No, it's just I mean, another fighter. Not yeah, just another fighter. It's a great game. Yeah. Um, did you see the Thanos-sized Marvel cabinet at E3? Yes, I did. That of those, it was a 16-foot, fully workable arcade cabinet they had. At E3 of uh, the Marvel one. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was outstanding. Um, so you thought that was the only two. Like, okay, that that's good enough. Yes. But no, then they announced two cocktail tables. Yes. Which I love those. A good old-fashioned cocktail table arcade. Um, a Namco and a Capcom. All right, let me uh, get ready to announce these. So, Namco. Well, that one, not a lot to say. Eight Pac-Man games. Mm-hmm. Galaga and Dig Dug. Yeah, I have a feeling you'll be buying that one. Now, they didn't go into detail which eight Pac-Man, so I listed seven of them, what I think they are. So Pac-Man, these are what my guess. 
Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Baby Pac-Man, somehow, because that was a hybrid pinball game. Yeah. Pac-Mania, Super Pac-Man, Pac-Attack, and Pac-Land. That's not official. That's what I yeah, think. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder what would be the other one. I couldn't even think of an eighth one. Yeah. Um, all right. Let me announce the Capcom one. There's 12 games. Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Championship Edition, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Super Street Fighter 2, New Challenger, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Dark Stalkers, Final Fight, 1944, Ghosts and Goblins, almost did it in one breath, Strider and Commando, let me go back, Ghouls and Ghosts. Yes. Almost got that in one shot. 1944 Loop Master is part of that. Um, that is a lot of Street Fighter. That is, and, a, that is a lot of Street Fighter. And a co- I don't know about playing Street Fighter on a cocktail table. Here's the thing. It's the first ever split-screen Street Fighter game. Oh, yeah, because you're on opposite exactly. sides. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, all right. So, you got, and those are, now these usually retail for $400. The, the, ta- the cocktail tables will be $500. Mm-hmm. So you're like, again, amazing news. We don't need anything else from Arcade 1-Up. But they're like, nope, hold my beer. Because we got one more (laughs) cabinet to show. And I know who's going to be buying this one. They announced a Star Wars arcade Mm -hmm. cabinet. Star Wars arcade. Yeah. Yeah. And these are the original Star Wars trilogy games. It's got the, you know, like the the fighter jet control, whatever you want to call them. Uh, uh, Star Wars Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Wow. And like that was the one that shocked me because I sat there and I'm like, Oh no! There goes my money. Of all the licenses, you with that's like probably the toughest one to get, and they got it. Yeah, and the fact so. that they got it, and not only that, but the the, the cabinet looks beautiful. Yeah. Yep. Um, and not only that, it has it has a um, it has its own riser that you can buy. Yeah, they're, they're starting to do that too. Star Wars themed riser. Turtles had one, and they're also if you don't want to buy because the, the the arcade cabinets are like three quarters of the size of a regular cabinet. Mm-hmm. So it's shorter, but if you want, you can buy like a bar stool, like an arcade one, a bar stool, and they're making custom ones too, yep. like per arcade cat or just a arcade one up one. Um, all right, I think it's gonna rain here a little bit, so let's get ready to wrap this up for me. All right, <laughs> um, all right, so arcade one up, big hit on that. Uh, Hyperkin and uh, Polymega, without you know, they definitely showed up, they both showed up with light guns. Yes, um, I think the Hyperkin though was the only one that was being demoed. Okay, but uh, just the fact that light guns for your current, you know, flats, uh, I want to say flat screen, but we're not, who are we beyond flat screen? Uh, but, yeah. but for today's television, LCDs. Yeah, LCDs. You can't play your original shooter games nope. with a gun because it doesn't, it just doesn't work. Because it had to be with, it was just the way that the old conventional televisions were, what they call those? Uh, CRT screens. Yes. Um, it looks like with Hyperkin. It's like an adapt. Like remember the adapters, like to play a Famicom game on an NES, like those old school mm-hmm. adapters. It looks like there's going to be an adapter that you put between the cartridge and the system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I heard like it, it works. There's like a white border around the screen, and that's how the gun would recognize where you're pointing. Uh, but who, who cares? Because nevertheless, it's still an amazing concept to do. So uh, so that was big as far as the light guns with the two of them. Uh, Hyperkin announced. They will be releasing that will work on original console TurboGrafx-16 controllers. Yes. All right. Um, they also announced an S wheel, which is a, a, a driving wheel for the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Both Hyperkin and Retrobit, which is another wonderful company that's putting out some controllers, 
uh, putting out N64 controllers. Yeah, which is great because we need those. Yeah, it's, which I never had a problem with the original N64 controller, but I guess enough people did because they keep they swap out the analog to go where the D-pad was. Yes. So, I don't know. It's, eh, anyway. Um, what else? What else? RetroBit is putting out... Remember the old NES Turbo Max controller? Yeah. little oh, one with man. the disc? I hated that controller. Well, they're uh, RetroBit's putting out a new one. So. God. <laughs> And Retrobit showed prototypes of a Dreamcast controller and an N64 controller that's shaped more like a Super Nintendo controller. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's very, like, just concept. Very interesting. Okay. Um, bounce back to uh, Hyperkin. They have also, they're releasing what's called the Competitor, which the only way I can describe it is a PlayStation-like controller for the Xbox. Oh, okay, cool. So that's pretty cool. Oh! Oh, Larry! Oh, man. Larry, Larry, you got oh. a little—you got a little Ooh. too excited about Hyperkin I did, there. I, I, I did, did. Did you faint? I did. I had a, something happened. Uh, so this is why I wish, wish I had uh, wireless uh, headphones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. Where did I leave off at? I don't remember. Uh, um, I, I don't know. I just started laughing. I, actually, would get. Oh, I was getting ready to wrap things up here with that. Uh, Retrobit putting out a bunch of Genesis controllers. Yeah, actually, I just discovered they have an eight-button Genesis controller. It looks like the six-button Genesis, but with two um, shoulder buttons. Okay, that actually works on the Switch. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. I like that. Yep. Um, and then two more pieces of news. One of which is in television was at E3, mm -hmm. showing off the official look of the Amigo. Mm -hmm. um, or Amigo or Amico? Uh, yeah, Amico. Amico. Let's get this right. Yeah. Amico. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well call it Amigo at this point. I, I would like them to explain what that means. Uh, they didn't say. They went into a lot of definition of how the logo looks. But, um, yeah, I don't know where they came up with Amico. But they announced the system, which, again, is going to be uh, download only. Mm -hmm. But it's also a family-friendly system. You know, they announced. Really, it's E for everyone is as high as it's going to go with the ratings. The games are going to be relatively priced. The system is going to be under $200. Um, and all the games on it are going to be exclusive for the Amico. So, yep. and, and they announced, yeah. I was going to say, um, do we know if there's any third party involved? Well, Earthworm Jim's going to be on it. Okay, so that's a one. brand new yes. Earthworm Jim. Yeah, yes. uh, they did have 22 games playable, but like the first bunch are going to be like old Amico games, uh, old television? television games. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but there's going to be five different colors for the system that you can get: uh, metallic pearl. Obsidian Black, GTO Red, Galaxy Purple, and the one I want, Vintage Woodgrain. Vintage Woodgrain, yeah. I, I knew you would go with that one. Me, personally, Obsidian Black is the way to go. <laughs> and, of course, that's basically white, black, red, purple, and wood. So And wood. Yeah. And then, finally, and this one came out of nowhere. It was like the last night of E3. Yes, and, it was. And of all places, Konami was the one that dropped it. I know, um, which was interesting. Which, yeah. Um, we are getting another mini, and this time it is an official TurboGrafx-16 mini. Yeah, and this one's got me really excited because TurboGrafx-16 had so many solid games. It was a short-lived system, unfortunately. Um, I think they kind of buried themselves with the, the when they tried going CD. Um, it just didn't work know. for them. I don't, I mean, I don't know I don't, exactly. Or I did one person. One person I knew who had the system. 
Well, that's what I mean. Well, I just don't think they were able to compete with Nintendo and Sega at the time. It just wasn't to be. But that didn't stop it from being a good system with some solid games. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, So, you know, it's going to be your typical, like all the other minis. You know, it's going to be preload. They haven't announced how many games in total. They they only announced a handful, like five or six. Yep. Um, Which I'm looking forward to. And let us know uh, what those games are. Yeah, let's go through the list. Okay. So, and obviously the North American and the Japanese versions are going to have different games. Of course. Uh, And and they've announced six for each one. Now, for the the, um, North American version, we're getting Alien Crush. Nice. Dungeon Explorer. Classic. New Adventure Island. Ooh, I like it. Yep. Uh, Ninja Spirit. (laughs) That's a good one. Uh, R-Type. Uh, absolute classic. I got to talk about our type in a moment. Yep. And then uh, Wise Book 1 and 2. Ease. Wise. Ease, I think it's pronounced. I like Wise. <laughs> but I, yes, wanted, no, I, I, like, I like to read it the way I see it, so I'm calling it Wise. <laughs> and you know uh, what? Another... A- a- alphabetically on the list, it's Wise. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, all classics. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, funny story with our type. There was just a Kickstarter that ended. Um, the original group that made our type final on PS2 mm-hmm. did a Kickstarter for our type final 2. So they're making a sequel to that. So I got I'm in on that Kickstarter. Um, cool. Won't be till holiday next year, but I'm looking forward to that. Um, now, how different is the Japanese lineup? Uh, the Japanese lineup is actually very different. They've oh, only wow. got two of the same games. Really? Usually it's like only like a handful of different. But right. what, what did they announce? Well, so far um, on the Japanese version, um, that is the same one on the North America. Dungeon Explorer and uh, East, book one and okay. two, right. um, are going to be on both North American and Japanese. Now, the the ones on the Japanese version that are not on the North American version are, and uh, I'm going to go out of order, Superstar Soldier, which I don't know. Ooh, that's a good, that's a, a vertical scroller. That's a good one. Oh, okay, cool. Um, the Kung Fu, not Kung Fu. The Kung, the Kung Fu. Okay. The Kung the Fu. Definitive, the definitive Kung Fu game. Right, exactly. There are no other Kung Fu games. <laughs> Just this one. And then the two that I'm more excited about that it's probably going to push me to get the Japanese one. Bonk's Adventure. Oh, wow. Okay. Hold and, on. Before you move on. Okay. Bonk's, I got, you know what I'm starting to think? I'm thinking, no, they got to have Bonk's Adventure on the North American one. All right, anyway, move on. Um, but they haven't announced it. I mean, no, it, it's possible they may announce it later. We don't exactly. know. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but right now, it's just on the Japanese one. And then uh, the more important one, Castlevania Rondo of Blood. There you go. This is the one that constantly people are looking for, um, yep. like this version. Remember, we got a version on Super Nintendo called Castlevania Dracula RX. Yep. But it is different enough from the TurboGrafx version. Now, actually, that was a – I'm pretty sure that was a PC Engine CD game. That is correct. So, Castlevania, so I guess Ca- Castlevania, yeah. yeah. So Rondo of Blood and East were originally released on the TurboGrafx CD. All right, cool. So we're gonna get some TurboGrafx CD stuff on there. Exactly. Um, now that's all they've announced so far. Six for each. Now, what's interesting about it is, I am curious since the Sega Classic that's coming out now has released forty-two games on the list. If the TurboGrafx Mini will try and compete with that, because we've gotten like you know. The NES Classic set the precedent at 30, but then the Super, the SNES dropped to 20. Well, that was right? just size. No, no, I, that, yeah. Yeah, I get it, size-wise. Because they but were, I get they were, it. Which, which I get. Um, but then, and then we got the Sony PlayStation Classic, which also had 20. Then we wound up with the Commodore 64, which had, conveniently, 64, which was <laughs> yeah. great. 
Um, so I'm wondering, like, I'm wondering where Turbo Graphics is going to fall in this. I have a feeling that we're going to get more. Throw the entire library on there. I, I uh, would be very happy with the entire library because let's face it, you could probably fit the entire library of the Turbo Graphics games on a decent. You know, well, no, not if they're going to release CD games on there as well. So, yeah, but even like, okay, um, so let let me be. Um, even if I'm being generous, and I say an eight gigabyte yeah. drive. That's not that's not that expensive. That's probably drive. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now. They are, depending on where you are, you're going to get a different, because there were different versions of it. You know, you got the PC engine, which is kind of a smaller version yeah. of the system. In Japan, we got what we know as a TurboGrafx-16. And in Europe, they got a slightly different version as well. So it's going to be three different versions of yes. this system. Um, well, one of, them is, one of them is the CD version. Yeah, that's Japanese version, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm wondering, because, which I read recently with the Genesis Mini, you have your North American list. You have your Japanese games, which are a good number different. Mm -hmm. But then there's an Asian release, like for that kind of market there, that has like three or four different games that's exclusive to itself. Oh, wow. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot what games they are. But, um, you know, time will tell. They just announced it. And like you said, Ant, a lot, like a lot of my friends who really never got into the minis, they're talking about the Turbo Graphics. Yeah, so. because um, it's one of those systems where it's kind of like, again, and granted, when we were growing up, I'm sure it was the kind of thing where it's like um, our parents would only get us one system. Of course, yeah. So, you know, we and we wound up with the Nintendos and the, and the Segas, mm -hmm. whereas very few people wound up with the Turbos. So um, for a lot of people, it's an opportunity to play the Turbo Graphics 16 games for the first time. Yes, exactly. And that's appealing in and of itself. Um, no price date, uh, no price range, no date announced yet, anything no, like that. Yet. But news will come about. And with that is basically our E3 special. A lot of stuff. Yeah, no, there was there was a <laughs> lot to it. I feel like I feel like there was more going on this year, surprisingly, than it was last yes. year, even though Sony didn't have a solid presence. I, but I, I think that's think, also because of third party. Uh, true. Um, I think this is one of the better E3s in the last few years, mm -hmm. in my opinion, as far as news. Um, and, uh, you know, at this point, a lot of it's going to be wait and see. See, you know, now everything is announced, when everything's going to start getting released. And, uh, yeah, there there goes our money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm already opening up another credit card as we speak. Just for it. <laughs> All right, folks. So uh, with that, again, that's our E3 special. We'll be back to our regular programming next week. Yes. And, uh, and this was a good one. And was. Uh, I think that will be it. What is it? Like I said, I think it's about to rain. And... It looks like it's about to rain. You know, you should do you should do these from Brooklyn more often. It's a nice setting. I should. Well, <laughs> nothing wrong with my little background back at home. No, no, not at all. I'm just saying it's a nice little it's a nice little different setting. It's outdoor. No, 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 he's not back there. He, he got <laughs> he got tired about 30 seconds after we showed up. He's like, whatever. This is it. My exactly. cat's sleeping. It's uh, yeah. it's 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 time for me to take a nap. It's already 9 a.m. Exactly. So. With that, we are out of here, folks. We will catch you right here next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast. Everyone needs more vacation, right? The new United Gateway card knows how to take you away with great travel rewards and no annual fee, ever. The wait for vacation is over. Tap now or visit unitedgatewaycard.com to apply. For over 30 years, Lexus has made the driveway a special place. But this year, some new driveway traditions appeared, like birthdays and drive-by graduation parades. 
Here's to making the driveway the place to celebrate. Deck your driveway at the Lexus December to Remember sales event. Find exclusive offers on our most popular models with contactless delivery. Now through January 4th. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Click the banner to discover more.